Hey, it's Michael, and this is the Kintsugi Podcast. I'll be back in a minute with this week's conversation about resilience. But first, if you wish to create a better life and have a better career, then please visit michaelobrienshift.com and download your free workbook on how to create a better life. In it, you'll discover ways to find more energy for the things and the people who matter most to you so you can create a better tomorrow. Hey there, it's Michael, and welcome back or welcome to the Kintsugi Podcast. It's time for another conversation about resilience. And today, we're going to talk about storytelling, speaking your truth, and taking up space as a way to become more resilient. But first, a story of my own, as we often do here on the Kintsugi Podcast. Well, growing up in upstate New York, I grew up Catholic, and we would go to 915 Sunday Mass without fail, and every week, at least my version of the story, we were late without fail. My dad would have our Oldsmobile Cutlass, a beauty, a big old tank from the 70s, on two wheels as we careened into the parking lot long after the bells went silent. The bells obviously there to signify the start of mass. And to this day, I cringe when I think back at those moments, how I felt walking into church after mass had started. I was so embarrassed. My 11-year-old mind thought everyone in the church was looking at us. Why couldn't the O'Brien family arrive on time? How embarrassing. They're disrespecting God and Jesus and everything else. My mind was spinning. So those weekly traumatic moments, well, it had an effect on me. There were consequences. Now, one consequence is it turned me into, if you're not early, then you're late kind of guy. My family knows this about me. My team back in my executive career knew this about me. I am early to almost everything. And not just like a minute or two early, like super early. So I have a lot of time to sort of hang around. So I've turned into an early bird based on those weekly traumatic moments. But the other thing that popped up for me, and this is a more significant consequence of those moments, is I became timid. I didn't want to take up space. I was so in my head that everyone was looking at me. I just, well, I would rather just stand in the back of the church on the wall as opposed to worming my way into a crowded pew. I didn't want to take up space. I was embarrassed enough, and I just didn't think I deserved a seat because I didn't arrive on time. And this feeling of being timid carried with me through a lot of my life, except when I was playing sports. But in school, I was the quiet guy, never really raised my hand. I didn't want to put my voice out there. I didn't want to speak my truth. I didn't want to share my sense of humor. I played small. And that carried with me in a lot of different moments through high school into college. Although it was with me, I was getting slightly better. I was working on it. I was doing, quote unquote, the inner work, the emotional labor. But it was still with me through the early part of my career and actually a good chunk of my career. In fact, there was one weekend, a few weekends ago, I was going through old papers And I was going through old 360 reviews, 360 assessments. If you're in the corporate world, you might have gone through one of these. I really have no idea why I decided to read through them again. 
it's not really all that stimulating of a read, but I went through it. And what was apparent is that my bosses all wished as I was being promoted for me to speak up quicker. You see, I would get a promotion and then I would just listen. I wouldn't speak my truth for the first three months or so. What I was deeming as a strategy as I was going to go on a listening tour, what they really wanted me to do was speak up. I was promoted for a reason. And this listening tour, although a really good practice for leaders, it was one way for me to hide. It was me being timid. So this stayed with me for a long time. Now, I finally conquered it to be able to take up space and share my voice and speak my truth. Sure, need to do that in some form or fashion if you have a podcast. But that was the big consequence of those moments. So as I mentioned, I've let go of those old worthiness stories as I've gone through my journey. And now I believe, you know, when I think of others, people I coach, people I interact with, people I've met on Clubhouse, that social media app that I do pause, breathe, reflect meditations on. If you're not there yet, I would definitely recommend you joining us for brief five-minute meditations to just allow yourself to hop off the hamster wheel and be and breathe, is that so many other people felt as I did through my life, timid, not confident enough to speak their truth and share their voice and take up space. But I see people doing it more and more and more. So I now believe that everyone has a story to share and everyone has a right to take up space. There's a great quote that Everyone has a book inside of them, but it doesn't do any good until you pry it out of people. So I believe we all have wonderful books. Now, I'm not suggesting that we all go out and publish a book because writing a book and publishing it is hard. Marketing is even harder. But I do believe we have stories to tell and stories to share, as do you. Stories have changed the world. That's how the world changes, through story. And right now, we need some good stories. We need those stories of courage and resilience and badassery and all that stuff to help us create a better tomorrow for all of us, not just some of us. We need to hear that story. And sometimes the person that needs to hear your story the most is you. As you know, I've talked a lot about being a reductionist, and I believe it all comes down to the conversation that you're having with yourself. That's what will determine how resilient we become. And a lot of times we let that inner critic, that gremlin get the best of us. And that's that conversation that we're having with ourselves is not a healthy one. We would not talk to anyone else, our kids, our partner, our director, our our boss, whomever, in the same way that sometimes we talk to ourselves. So we need to shift that conversation. We need to see the goodness in all of us, that everything is right about us. So sometimes the person that needs to hear Your story the most could be you, or my story could be me. And when we start to tell ourselves that story, and then we share it with others, it's this beautiful ripple that happens, that we start to ripple into each other. And, you know, I'm not really sure where it all begins, this doubt that we have, the doubt that we don't deserve to take up space or to share our story or speak our truth. I'm not sure if it happens in middle school, that's seventh and eighth grade here in the States, or also six, six, seventh, and eighth, as we go through our teenage years or the beginning of our teenage years, call it tweens, I guess, the start of adolescence. Because when we're younger, 
we can be really curious and we can be out there. But something happens, I think, for many of us, not all of us, but many of us during those years. Sometimes it happens a little bit later in life, but it's that moment when we think we're too much or not enough. And we forget that everything is right about us. We forget that, as my friend Dr. Jill would say. So we stop believing in our story. We stop believing in ourselves. And that conversation that we have with ourselves takes hold and it doesn't turn out to be as healthy as it needs to be. And when that happens too, at that young age or whatever age it happens to us, we start to let those with power and authority start to write our story. Our teachers, our parents, coaches, well, Bobby's like this or Sally's like this. We give them the pen and therefore we give them the power. They start to write our story instead of us writing our own story. And when it happens at that age and we go through middle school and our teenage years through high school into college, when we allow those with power and authority to continue to write our story, as opposed to taking back the power and writing our story, well, we've heard those messages of like who we are supposed to be over and over again. In marketing, frequency matters. And if you hear those marketing messages that we're sort of niched in one way, that that's what we're going to become, then it sets in. And we start to believe that we should act this way, not that way, or we should wait our turn or be a good girl or be a man, whatever those statements mean. We'll we'll always have those people with power and authority that want to write our story. And they usually write our story from a point of insecurity and fear just on their own. And here's the thing. As we go through life, we're going to have critics and doubters and realists. Yeah, I just want to be realistic with you, Michael. We're going to have those people. So a lot of times those people stop us from sharing our story. But they shouldn't. They shouldn't stop you from sharing your story. The critic, the doubter, the realist, again, they have their own stuff in their own backpack that probably needs to be unpacked. And so what they do, if they have pain in their backpack, they download their pain onto everyone else and says, oh, you shouldn't dream so big or you shouldn't like tell your story. You should be quiet and let other people speak. And I say rubbish to all that because we need to hear your story. And yes, it takes courage. But this moment in time, after we've gone through almost 18 months of this kerfuffle globally, this moment was made for courage. And you've gotten through all your tough moments up until this one. And you'll get through the next one. You have a lot of courage and resilience already within you. I believe this moment was made for you. This moment was made for people who have been previously marginalized to share their story and stop letting people who have dominated, dominate the narratives over time, continue to write stories for others. You don't have to be defined by their worldview, their narrative. You know, I often say that what people say and do is about them and what we do and say in response is about us. So this is a chance to do and say something different. It's time to take up space and write your story and share your voice, speak your truth. And I know it can get a little nerve wracking. The idea can be so foreign because if you've been on this planet long enough, the whole idea of sharing your story when you think you might need to be perfect before you do, well, that's real for many. But I have news for you. We are all perfectly imperfect. You, me, we all are. Yeah, we love to share our highlight reel of life, all the high moments on Instagram and other social media, but we're all perfectly imperfect. Our stumble is our dance. 
Your scars are golden symbols of your resilience. And yes, you can do hard things. We all can. We're going through a hard thing and we're doing it. It hasn't been easy, no doubt about that, but we can do hard things. And one of the hardest things to do is to share your voice and speak your truth, but you can do this. And I would say we need to do this because we're on the cusp of something. We're on the cusp of creating hopefully a better system that works for all of us, not just some of us. I've often said the system that we had or have had over the years, it's not broken. It's working exactly how it was designed to work. It was built by the few for the few. It's working great for them, but it's not working great for all of us. And we need a better system. That means that we have to share our story and put our voice in the room. We need to speak up. And that's hard. It's really hard. I've gone through it myself. So I speak from experience. But I also know this, that some of the hardest things you go through lead to the most growth that you'll ever see in your life. I love the quote, no mud, no lotus, because it speaks to how the lotus flower has to grow through the mud and the muck and the dark and the dank in order to blossom and bloom on the lily pad. We forget that. We just see the lotus on the lily pad and we're like, oh, how beautiful. But it grows through all the dark stuff or the caterpillar transforming itself into a butterfly. All that stuff is hard stuff. But that's how we transform. We go through hard stuff and then we come out the other end and we're stronger for it. And this moment is sort of made for that. Because I want you to create your better tomorrow. I don't want it to be written by someone else. Because a new tomorrow is going to be developed. Some people want to go back. I don't really understand that. But a new way of living and working will be created. The only question is, will your voice be in the room when it happens? So my encouragement this week is to speak up, share your voice, take up space, take up space, take up space. And I hope you'll join us on Clubhouse. That's a really great platform in an audio format to share your voice and to take up space. So I hope you'll do that. I know you're probably like, I don't want another social media app, but this one's different than all of them. Facebook is dated. LinkedIn is soulless. Instagram is your highlight reel of your life. Pinterest, well, I don't even understand. But I know you might be a fan of Pinterest. So if you are, that's awesome. But Clubhouse allows you to connect with people in no other way. The other social platforms cannot replicate it. And it's a perfect way to practice sharing your voice. And I hope you'll join us in the Pause, Breathe, Reflect room. It's a safe place. It's filled with beautiful humans looking to be better humans to other humans. Because your story needs to be heard even if it's just you, even if it's just your life that's changed, when you change one life anywhere, which could be yours, you change lives everywhere. And those butterflies you feel, try to think of them not as anxiety, but excitement. If you were a butterfly and you were once a caterpillar and you were flapping your wings, you probably wouldn't be anxious. You would be excited to fly anywhere you wanted to go. So if you're about to share your story, come back to your breath, pause, breathe, reflect. And know those butterflies, the butterfly feelings you feel are flutters of excitement, not anxiety. And step into your story, speak your truth, and take up space. As always, thanks for listening to the Consugi Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this conversation about resilience. I hope you'll share the Consugi Podcast with your friends and just let people know that we exist to help people create a better tomorrow, not just for the few, but for all of us. And if you have a challenging moment, 
between now and next week, remember to come back to your breath and know that you got this and we got you. And don't forget to have fun storming the castle. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.